0: Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalam, a'ala rasulillah, alaikum, everyone. Um, we're back. Um, yeah, as usual, my name is Talha Rafiq. My name is Badr Muhammad. And together we run the College Muslim Podcast, which is the podcast all about talking about growing up Muslim uh, in America as well as any um, Western society and kind of talking just about the stuff that we've had to navigate through um, as young individuals in this society and how we Deal with it. Deal with it. Um, today's episode, I'm going to let Baduddin introduce it, and Absolutely. then we will go from there. Oh, and as usual, we are not Islamic scholars or sheikhs, um, what we're not providing is Islamic advice. What we are providing is just a framework of how we've lived our lives, how we've navigated um, these different types of difficulties. And we hope that's like going to help some of you guys um, throughout your journey and your path as well. So, Baduddin, go ahead and let's start today's episode.
1: All right. So as you said, we talked a lot about on this podcast, um, what we've done to sort of overcome obstacles growing up Muslim. Our first episode was about drinking and drugs, and that is an obstacle and how we overcome that, the frameworks that we set. We've talked about cussing. We've talked about, you know, Deen versus Dunya series. We talked a lot about different obstacles that we face within the Dunya that can sometimes hinder our Deen. Um, And one thing that I realized today when we were brainstorming topics is that all of these obstacles have one thing in common, and... The one thing is that to be being muslim in a western society overcoming these obstacles requires a lot of self-control because if you think about it drinking and drugs cussing uh any of the other obstacles of this dunya they're all linked to giving up a sense of self-control to give into something to give into drugs to give into drinking to give into cussing and being muslim means that we need to have self-control to stay away from that but having self-control can take a toll on your mind on your body yeah. and that toll it's it's hard we all need to find a way to deal with it hell in a healthy way I think that's the hardest part is finding a way to because there's a lot of things we need to control ourselves from on a daily, on a daily basis we we haven't really talked much about um, maybe having a crush on someone or things like that because you'll meet people throughout your lifetime that you might and especially when you're single in college and if you are single in, High school and college, if you meet people and you have a crush on someone, that's a that's a level of self-control that's required to not go through with it or not to go through with something. Just as drinking and drugs, cussing, crushes, all these things are different obstacles that Muslimin in college and high school face on a daily basis. But that self-control needs to be dealt with in a, in a healthy manner. And that's something that I'm still working on as well. So,
0: Shaw, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, very hefty. It is very Because it's also, I think, we also bring up a lot of like how you're going to make mistakes. And I think yeah. one of the biggest mistakes everyone makes, especially Muslims in America in college and high school, is um, losing self control. Yeah. I think yeah. that's in any regard. So any, comes, any
1: any on any of these obstacles that we've that we talked about to to make a mistake, you have to give up a level of self self control. Right.
0: Yes. And um so I think that no one
1: is safe from this one. And control thing. is not easy. Control is like I like to think like a muscle. Like it's like mm. some like you grow up with the muscle not very well developed and then obstacles come in front of you. And then how you deal with it, how much control you have not to give into something that trains your muscles. So over time, yes, you build it up. But at the same time, the training never gets easier. To keep building that muscle, the training only gets harder and harder and bigger obstacles come at you as you go on with life. Yeah. You know, the obstacles only get bigger and only get more dangerous.
0: Yeah, but that's why it's important to start training it from yep, a younger, yep. younger um, age as well.
1: Yeah, because there's two ways to like train in the gym. You can like go in and like start trying to bench four or five of day one, and then like tear muscle. Yeah. Or you can start slowly and like d- and accumulating this training in a healthy manner and putting it together in a healthy way. That you when you when bigger and bigger obstacles come through, you have a framework to deal with them, and it's still gonna be yeah. hard, but it might it won't be as hard.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's start there. How All about right. we start there? So, when it comes to self control. Um, the very first thing is you're presented with an obstacle. Yes. Right. Okay. And that obstacle would be anything. It could be your friends, you know, wanting to go to a party. It mm. could be um, a girl who you have a crush on, yeah. who you like, who you kind of want to flirt with. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be... Even that they're around. Anyway, yeah, anything. It could, be a, an, it could be a girl trying to flirt with you. Yeah. Right. So these are the different types of obstacles. So you always start off with this obstacle. Yep. Okay. And then you're given a choice, right, is should I, should I indulge myself in whatever yeah. this is or should I stay away? And usually, I mean, that's, We're viewing things as obstacles, too. There could be plenty of things. Um, Even something that's good is, like, um, your friends are inviting you out to go play basketball, right? That's still a choice. You do the same thing there, right? But right now we're talking about the negative things, the obstacles. So you're given a choice then. Life is all
1: about making decisions, but certain decisions are, like, very... I guess we can call them secular because like they don't like going not to play basketball. Different. That's more of like you wanting to put your time in the right way, if, like versus school versus like basketball, versus yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. But this but Islamically, is like, it's Islamically, Islamically, like, right? This is these, these are harder decisions because they, especially
0: in in society today, they're very normalized. Yeah, I think that's what makes it really hard. So do you have a? So this is okay. So we're at this point. We've got mm-hmm. the obstacle. Yep. Then you have the choice. All right. What does your next step usually look like? Do you have a next step? Because I I have now come up with a methodology to approach questions that are I have not come up with a methodology to approach things that question my self control. Mm. Um so I could start if you want me to. Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. Not on. Whenever I'm presented with a choice. Okay. Um, it's like a little fork in the road. Yeah, whenever I'm presenting with a fork in the road, when it concerns something that I should not be doing Islamically. So here's the first thing. I have the knowledge of what not to do Islamically. Yeah. That is Which a, is step one. And even finding that knowledge can sometimes be difficult for some people. Exactly. But that's yeah. step one. You have to kind of, that's where knowledge is important. You yeah. have to gain this knowledge. You have to get an understanding of it. You have to know what the Quran says. Yeah. You don't have to know the exact, like, where in the surah it says. But if you yeah. know this came from the Quran, this is what the Quran tells me, and this is what's right, yeah. you got that now. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm given a fork in the road of... This is my knowledge, but this contradicts what Islam is telling me to do. Yeah, I will pull out a piece of paper, okay, and I'll write down what it is, and then I'll write down, and this is if my self-control isn't, if I can't hold back on my it's like, if I'm gonna get invited to a party, I don't really go to parties. Like, yeah. I I can throw that away. That's just me though. Yeah. So if you are
1: cer- certain things are easier to self control with versus other things, especially like for when, different individuals. Yeah, for, for different individuals, it's a very unique case by case basis for each person because yeah. each person has different life experiences. But yeah, you're right. Like sometimes some, some things are pretty easy ish for certain people. Like for me, like when you talk about drinking and drugs for our first episode, like yeah. that was that was pretty like binary for me. Like it wasn't that hard. And also because there's like there's more of a secular perspective to it too because you can like. Drinking drinking and drugs is bad for your, bad health, for your health. Bad yeah. for your mental health, bad for your physical health, all that stuff. Right. So it's easier to do that. But when certain things are like let's say a crush. No let's bad. say a crush. Yeah, right. Let, okay. let's, go let's, like go, go, let's, let's go for that. Yeah, let's go for a
0: crush, right? Like if you like a girl, yes. right? not it's natural to like someone. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like you there's like much that you can do. Like because if you're gonna like them, you're gonna like yeah. them. Okay. That's totally fine. So that's where yeah. your fork in the road comes in, is how do I approach it? First of all, if you are serious, th- this is something else that we could talk about <laughs> another time, maybe with a scholar on top. Yeah. That then go the serious route. Okay. Like go and like Go yeah. to a sheikh Go to your parents Get your families involved blah, yeah. blah, All that stuff That's, that's a whole other talking. Yeah we're yeah. not talking about that We're talking about If you just have a crush And you're in school And you got like a girl yeah. and A girl that you wouldn't Necessarily see yourself with Yeah with but wait, but Like long term You just kind of just attracted to it, kind of yeah. attracted them Right yeah. And you want to flirt with them Okay yeah. let's say that's a problem mm-hmm. Okay So what I would do in that situation, which I have done in that situation, is I pulled out a sheet of paper. I wrote down my problem. (laughs) What does it do on paper? I love paper. (laughs) Just pull out a sheet of paper, write down what your problem is. All right. And you're going to draw literally a fork on the paper. Okay. Like two two directions. Okay. And on one side, you're going to write down everything that you're going to do and that's going to come out of it if you do it. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, you're going to write down all your reasons for possibly not doing it and why those reasons make sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for me, Let's give an example, right? I have a crush on a girl. I want to flirt with her. She's in my science class. Okay. She's in my biology class. Okay. I don't know something like that. On the right side, the fork that's like, if I choose this path, if I choose to flirt, mm-hmm. I'm gonna write down. Okay, I will flirt with this girl tomorrow. I'll make her laugh. Okay, we'll get along. Okay. We'll rub shoulders. Okay, she'll give me the uh, the googly eyes. Okay, right, all that kind of stuff. You I don't write feel that. At the level of detail. <laughs> no, but you no, know, you go deep into it. No, no, no. Yeah, of course, because right? it, it's important cause for you
1: to for because sometimes like especially when we get in our heads about these things, I think, but personally for me, like I can, I'm a little bit too smart for my own good when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I'll be like, oh no, this, that's fine. Or this is fine. Like I won't go that You'll far. Justify, but yeah. justify You'll justify yeah, You'll justify But if you write down a piece of paper and you write down the level Every of, scenario. The complete detail and then it leads you to an end point where like you're like, no, this is not what yeah. I want. But then if you're, yeah, like, if you go down the scenario,
0: it's going to probably end out at like a, uh, like, this is also like, would you go as far as dating, right? If, yeah. if, you, if you would, then that should be in your list. Yeah. If you wouldn't, then that's where your list ends, yeah. right? So you keep going down the list until it ends, okay? Yeah. And then uh, on the other side, you write down the reason you're not going to do it. First of all, my parents are going to kill me, right? So <laughs> you write that down, right? But no, but you write down parents. Yeah. You write down values. Mm-hmm. You write down that... You wouldn't want to marry a girl who's going around dating guys, just yeah. like so. If you're not gonna marry a girl like that, why would you be the guy who does that? Yeah. You write down um, religion. You write down Allah's commands. We write yeah. down why you would do things for Allah. Why you would do things the way the Prophet Muhammad did it, mm-hmm. right? So you write down all those things, and some of those reasons yeah. could be logical too. Like if I date and donate my heart, like Mufti menk says my heart. Yeah, Mufti Menk says yes, something that's yes. amazing. He uh-huh. says that. Um, we get used to donating our heart. And when you donate your heart, it gets broken. And when you, yes. you're not trying to donate your heart, you're trying to give some of your heart to someone yeah. eventually. But you write down all that stuff logically, like this is going to be um, a girl who's going to like, have a, have a say on my emotions, right? Yeah. And if the things don't work out, I'm gonna be hurt, yeah. right? So you write down all the things of the reasons why you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the reason you do all of this is because self-control is really just denying your natural inhibitions. Yep. And if you don't have self-control, then really you're just a slave to your emotions and your desires and your will. Yeah. And people are always like, oh no, but I wanna. Especially I, I, in, in this day and age, yeah. everyone's like just give it to what, all to all the inhibitions, want. give yeah. it
1: to all the, all the natural instincts they that you say, have as a the human.
0: They say do what you feel, feel. is right. Yeah, I don't think it's, that's the truth. Yeah. You have to do what no, you absolutely. think is right. Yeah. So there's a difference. When you feel is right, you act on those emotions and desires. Yeah. You don't have self-control. When you do what you think is right, yeah. you write down that sheet of paper, Yep, and you yep. give yourself thinkable reasons of why am I going to do this? Self control is also easier to do when it comes from a rational
1: perspective than when it comes from an emotional perspective. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And you know, no one's going to write like a million <laughs> lines on based on emotions, right? Yeah. Eventually, you're going to get to a conclusion. You're going to yeah. get to like like endpoints, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so that's what I do um, when I'm presented with an actual like dilemma. Yeah, absolutely. I like,
1: I think I do something very similar. Uh, it's all in my head, but at the end of the day, it's more like. I, I like movies. We've talked about this. Yeah. Like, I, my minor is in American pop culture, so it's like talking about movies and stuff. So I'll like play out a movie in my head. I'll be like, okay, so I have one movie and I have, and I have the other movie. Like there's two movies. That's where the fork in the road comes in. Mm. Well, there's one movie where, okay, say I do flirt with a girl and like I'm like, I, we end up dating, getting married, we have kids. And then like now like there's, there's a fork in the family too because like, well, say I, I'm still very much Muslim and then she's not Muslim, like what's that going to look like? And the other fork in the road is I don't do it and then I keep going on with my life. Maybe inshallah, I meet my future wife one day mm-hmm. and then we have kids and then it's much happier family. So like, obviously I extrapolate things out way farther because I'm like, thinking about the future, but that's like one way for, it's very similar to how you do it on, on a sheet of paper. I'll just do yeah. it in my head. But I feel like that's that's a great step yeah, one they to they start both, off with. They yeah, both,
0: they both have the same like I like methodology. Yeah. The methodology is see what this results in. Yeah. See what this becomes. And extrapolate
1: out extrapolate it out to, to until you get to a point where you feel like no this is not what i want yeah because step one it always is what you want like flirting with a girl or like dating someone like that can that can be in at the innate nature of the human being that can be what you want yeah but when you extrapolate it out to your future you realize no this is not what i want
0: right it's coming from the perspective of thinking about like who you want to be yeah what you want to be rather what than a kind of person you want to yeah, be r- what do you want your life to look like rather than who you are right now. Yeah. So you make these decisions based off who you want to be, not who you are right now. And like, it comes down to everything, like even vaping, right? Yeah. Like, I think vaping is very popular. Um, oh, yeah. Like now, more right now, ever, right? Yeah. And so it's not, do I um, want to be vaping right now? It's, do I want to be vaping around my family in the future. Do, do I, I want to have lung cancer? Do I want to have lung cancer to yeah. for now, right? Do I want to maybe accidentally dive into other things because I, I, I stepped yeah. into the door of yep. um, vaping. Maybe I go into smoking. Maybe I go into tobacco. Other uh, drugs. Uh, yeah, yeah, other drugs. Um, and then also, like, do I If you're, like, looking into, like, if you're in a family where no one vapes, right? Mm -hmm. If that's the lifestyle you want to live in the future, do I want to be the one fighting against my own inhibitions then so I don't smoke in front of my family or don't smoke with my family, right? So it comes down to those kind of thoughts. You have to think in the future tense of, and a lot of times young people don't do that. It's just Uh, the way it is, right? I didn't do that all throughout high school. I only started that, like, once I entered college, and I realized what I'm doing right now is going to affect me in five years. I did that a lot, like, starting starting even, like, fifth
1: grade of elementary school is when I started thinking about the future a lot. And I think that's what helped me stay in control uh, throughout middle – not get into as many bad situations as some of my peers have is because – Thinking about the future, I think is Alhamdulillah, the, some a tool that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave me from an early age because that helped me a lot. Because when I when I started thinking about like, oh, like what do I want my life to look like? What kind of career do I want? What kind of family do I want? What do I want my family to look like? Those kinds of those kinds of thoughts and those kind of prompts and thinking about those kinds of things was the number one thing that helped me stay Muslim in high school and college. Right. And even even today, like I will whenever I'm faced with certain decisions where there are certain inhibitions I want to give into. I will think about my future. I'll think, where does this lead? Where is this going? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a great question to ask yourself when whenever you're faced with uh, drinking or drugs or cursing or um dating or things like this. It's
0: like, where is this going to lead? Where is this going? Who who am I going to become? Who am From I going to What become? am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. What I'm doing. Yeah. Where's this going
1: to lead in multiple ways? Where is this going to lead just like spatially? Like, what is my life gonna look like? What, who is it, what is where is this going to lead in my heart? Right. Where is this going to lead with my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Yeah. Like what is my prayer going to look like when i'm dating someone what is my prayer going to look like when i'm vaping What am, what is my prayer going to look like when i'm drinking yeah how is that going to look when you when you start thinking about it and then eventually you realize a point like it's not about how it's going to look it's just not going to be there in the first place yeah actually
0: you said that, that that's actually new okay so what you just said was like kind of different but i think you know like i saw tiktok should... the other day yeah <laughs> you did you
1: I, did, I saw tiktok about this um uh well a scholar was talking about how like people people will be like oh like it's I can date and I can still be Muslim and I can just break it off later on. Like that's that's a very like common thing you hear sometimes. Um and the scholar was like, How is your salah going to look when you have a girlfriend? Yeah, that's the
0: that that I haven't thought about. <laughs> I've I've always thought like, yeah, this is gonna affect you in that realm of things, but yeah. I guess if you do something, right, if you give up your self control, it affects you in other exactly. aspects of your life, right? Like what does your religion look like when you've given your heart away yeah. in that sense? Like what is your what does your dua look like?
1: When you are going to drink five minutes later, yeah. What, it, what, what say is uh, parties happen around what like nine? I don't know like nine, 10, somewhere around sometime some at night. So nine, after Isha, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we literally go to we go to a school known for partying, <laughs> and we don't know and we don't know what time the parties are. <laughs> <laughs> Alhamdulillah, that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> but nine, nine nine p.m. ten p.m. Probably after Isha. Sure, okay. after Isha. Yeah. So
1: so what is your Isha Salah going to look like when moments after you're going to go into a frat house and drink? Wow, that's but, crazy. I have never
0: thought of it like that.
1: That's uh, that's what's been getting me through the last few weeks, bro. Like I saw that TikTok like a couple weeks ago, and that's been like, that's what's been getting me through it. It's like, what is my other, what is my Islam going to look like when I am committing these sins?
0: Pause for a moment. You what know, I think, I think I think I've come to that conclusion using that paper method I was telling you about. Uh-huh. It's like I have like come to the conclusion like, like like I write down the the like rule of Islam. What why am I stopping my phone from doing this? But I don't think I've ever made the connection that it is going to, in a way, make me a hypocrite or, in a way, make me, um, like, change the way I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Right? That's interesting. I want to brood on that um, later, maybe. Yes. Yeah, but that's very, it's, very interesting.
1: It, it was a different, different-ish way of thinking about Because, yeah, I've always done the whole like two movies in my head, like one movie with like me making the decision, one movie with without without me making the decision.
0: But have you ever thought about playing one movie out and then looking at zooming into the, a certain scene yeah. zooming
1: into my scene where I'm praying salah zooming into the scene where I'm making that it's not like you're yeah. like
0: oh I'm going to like flirt with this girl all the time I'm not muslim yeah. you're like that's not the decision fork in the road that we're talking about
1: well one thing about dating too I he- I heard this a while ago yeah. in like a khutbah or something but when you when you commit zina Allah Subhanahu wa taala takes your iman and holds it above you mm. so that was also very dang- Well, that was also like something that deters me from that is like imagine imagine having a girlfriend and your iman is being held above you and you're still praying but what is prayer without belief or iman or yeah. conviction, you know? That's true. So that, that links back to the whole, like, what does your prayer look like when you are dating or when you are yeah. making certain sins? Okay, so, so okay. Yeah.
0: Swinging back to that now, Um, now you've got you got the obstacle, you're given the choice, you created your chart, you did your movie yes. play out in your head, right? Like you have your... So now you made a decision. You, now you made a decision as to what you want to do. But these things
1: don't just, it's, it's not a one-time thing. It's yeah, not just, it's not
0: like, I made a decision, I'm good to go for the rest of my yeah, life. Like, no. when, like, when you do give up something, especially that yeah. your desire, right? Yeah. You don't end up always feeling like, I am the, I just made the <laughs> best of my life. Like I'm happy. know you're, yeah. you're not always gonna be yeah. happy. Like there's plenty of times where I wish I could have gone out and hung out with friends. Yeah. Right. Maybe not at a party, but at a, like a uh, maybe where the, the girls and guys were mixing and they were yeah. close friends. I've always wanted. Like yeah. I've always like there are moments where I wish I could have done that. Yeah. So when I do, when I choose addition not to go, it's not like wow I'm amazing. Um, like, I've done great. great. Right. Yeah. Right. I go like Ouch. you don't you don't always feel great. You, it's like no, FOMO. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that hour i would have spent like like this actually happened like a week ago okay. right a couple of my friends went out and i was like damn i should have i wanted to go uh-huh. but the reason i didn't go but then that night i wasn't feeling too like strong either so like i just kind of sat mm. and like i wasted an hour yeah. right and so that's that's the that's like the toll yeah. of exercising self-control is mm-hmm. it won't always be that hour becomes a productive use somewhere else yeah no. it might just be you go to bed and you just kind of lay there for forty five minutes yeah. and watch Netflix, like yeah. Or you just or, like or just
1: think like mm, just think. What what,
0: mm. what would it have been if I had done that? What would it have been after that? And yeah. I have had the. I mean, I guess I've been blessed, right? So yeah. the, the thing is, I wake up the next morning. I wake in two days, and I'm I'm proud I made that decision then. Yeah. But in that moment, I don't always feel good. Sometimes yeah. that moment barely lasts, ever feels yeah, good. Yeah, that bro. moment sometimes lasts yeah. more than a day. Like it'll last two days, three days, right? Yeah. It will wear off. But the thing is, when I train myself to that, it'll be easier next time. I've realized mm-hmm. that about myself. So it's much easier to turn things like away yeah. now than before because i have practiced that den- denying of like my desires mm-hmm. right so it does get easier i will say it does get easier but now let's talk about the toll it takes because yeah. as a muslim who's I denying like, a lot of things what uh, society gives one thing hard. i do want
1: to talk about is is it getting easier i, I think the the same going against the same thing gets easier but when the stakes get higher it's not it gets harder sometimes
0: that is very true yeah that is very true
1: because like sure like uh, let's say Honestly, I can't even think of anything. But, like, okay, say there's like a small sin that you said no to, and saying no to that small sin again gets easier. But when a bigger sin comes in front of you, it gets harder. It does sometimes.
0: compound in a sense. Yeah. I would say. Um, like, for example, like saying no to, like, let's go back to that example of like flirting with a girl, yeah. right? Or if you're a girl flirting with a guy. Yeah. So, yeah, the more you kind of stay away from that, the easier that gets. But also, when, really
1: in my I opinion, it gets harder for in, me.
0: It, it, I think it's harder because coming back to the reason yeah. like, of what you're saying, right? It's easier to like do it the small scale stuff but when you get something more serious or you find someone who's also into you or oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. any of that stuff that's like even deeper, right? That's also hard but you're never going to be able to deny that if you couldn't deny the flirting. Yeah. Um, no, in my course. opinion. Yeah. So like if you if you can't do like step one, you're never going to be able to step two. So yeah, step two is harder but you need to do step one to be able to contradict step two. Yeah, but the thing, the thing where I wanted
1: to go with step two is that okay, so say you say no to a sin one time it's it's not just going to be a one-time thing like you're not just going to meet this so say you were attracted to a certain girl or a right. guy um and you see them one time and you you say no to it and like you you don't go through with it but say so you see them the next day like it's it you have to go through that whole thought to- process, to process again. It again yeah and that's a toll yeah and that's that that is toll. where the toll takes place that's where it starts compounding right you know?
0: no that's actually a really good point i've i face faced that too yeah a lot so
1: I, I know. Especially you, like I think uh, since we are the college Muslim in college and high school you have classes with these people. Yeah. So yeah. S- say you're attracted to someone you are going to see them again the next day for a whole year. Yeah. And that that is where the, the the mental toll of self-control compound and that's where we need to develop strategies to deal with that health in a healthy manner. Right. And that's something I'm still working on I
0: think. I think I think okay so coming to like one of my methods mm-hmm. of doing that is I make the obstacle no who I am. So, yeah. So, if my obstacle is a friend mm-hmm. who vapes or smokes, yeah, then I let my obstacle, my friend, know straight off the bat. I don't say no when he offers it to me. I say early on, I'm Muslim. I don't do this stuff. I'd appreciate it if you don't bring I it. I call up. this the Muslim card strategy. The Muslim card. It is a Muslim card. <laughs> it is a Muslim it's card. It's like, yeah, like this is who I am, right? Like, like draw off the white flag. Yeah. And I'm Muslim. Obstacles yeah. will usually. Avoid you in that sense, and um, for example, like then those friends won't ever offer me an e cig or a yeah. vape if they do and they're pestering me about it, which I don't think has ever really happened to me. I think when I usually do pull the Muslim card, yeah. it's pretty good to go. Yeah, um, if that does happen then you need to remove yourself or you need to go complain to some like yeah. dean or someone because like no one should be pushing on you that hard, of course. But I think playing that Muslim card, if the girl is a girl, right? Yeah, I have, I have developed a new tactic, okay, okay, you're gonna love this,
1: but, 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 but let's stand the Muslim card one more. Th- I want the it I is one. a Muslim card, it is a yeah, yeah. Muslim card, okay, okay, but okay, this Muslim card, this okay. like
0: this is like like when I'm working on group projects Uh or I'm like um, interacting with girls at college, right? Okay. If I know that I'm going to talk, not just like the hello, hi, like what class, like if I'm never going to talk to you again, I don't really care. Yeah. But if I know I'm going to be working with you for hours, whatever, within the first five minutes, (laughs) I drop the bomb. Yeah, I'm Muslim. I don't date. I don't really like hug girls. I Mm -hmm. don't do that stuff. And just by saying that stuff, like automatically that girl, like, changes her perception on I am mm-hmm. and it'll never come up that she'll be attracted to me because she's like this guy will ever be into me he won't ever uh-huh. look at me he won't ever hug me he won't ever high five me mm-hmm. and so then the girl just won't put in the effort because she's like what's the point of flirting with you I'm not going to get anything out of it yeah. and by her not even putting in the beginning effort then it's easier for you if there are small slip ups to like avoid things but if you don't put that out there then a girl might you know like be a little bit flirtatious a little bit more relaxed she might hug you because hugging is normal here right yeah. so yeah. she might hug you and especially in LA yeah man. she yeah. might come for the hug and then you have to deny her then uh, yeah that's a that's harder to do than in the beginning just being like a the muslim, muslim card yeah the muslim right? card so like what was your thing about but the muslim no, card
1: the the one thing i want to say is that let's also take a moment to appreciate that pull I, I don't know about you but sometimes pulling out the muslim card can that is also an act of self-control
0: that is a huge act of self-control yeah it's a huge act of self-control <laughs> to yeah. not
1: pull out the muslim card to, to well i I, guess, I don't know if it's i don't know if self-control is the right word, but but it, it does require a large amount of 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 strength of courage to pull it out yeah. courage it courage to pull courage. it out yeah i think sometimes sometimes it's really easy i think physical contact is one where it's really easy like if someone like tries to give me a handshake then i have to be like i'm sorry i don't do physical contact with people of the opposite gender it's a muslim yeah. thing. it's like a respect thing and then 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 they're called then they're cool with it then i can explain like oh, i'm muslim on day i don't do certain things yeah and honestly sometimes it's really cool because i want to learn more about islam and i love talking about it but yeah the if that happens that's easy but sometimes like Pulling out the muscle card on your own within like like you said, the first five seconds or the first five minutes, that, yeah. that can't that is requires a, a considerable amount of strength.
0: You also have to get like used to it. Like yeah. you have to like practice practice, you have to practice, practice it and you have to make it part of who you are. Like yeah. like they asked me like, Oh, like what's your name? Like my name is Talha. Oh, yeah. What? 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 Is, like major? Blah blah. blah That's all that kind of stuff. Somehow I'll find a way to work it in, yeah. right? I'll be like other. And if they're I think like the name
1: thing is really easy too, because sometimes uh, for me definitely I have to be yeah. like oh, I'm better Adina. Like oh, what, what what name is that? What's yeah. Arabic? I'm Muslim, and then okay, oh, you're Muslim. But usually, and then, then it yeah.
0: Comes and usually, in intros, especially ones with people who you're gonna be with yeah. for a while, they involve some kind of story. Yeah. So I always try turn my rice breaker question or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like what high school well, did you go to? How did you end up doing this major? Like if you say something interesting, yeah. they'll be like, um, um they'll ask you about that interesting thing. You tie Islam into it. Yeah. Like I always tie Islam into it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was in high school. Like I was, re- I did multiple projects. I'll mention the podcast sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, I have a Muslim podcast. You yeah. get interested in that. So you have to tie Islam into your story for you to pull that Muslim card out early enough.
1: Yeah, That's and I, my- I think it's also uh, another topic we're considering doing later on inshallah is like involving Islam into your identity, which is a whole other yeah. process. Yeah, It's a whole other thing that individually we all, we all have to work on ourselves with is like, how do I, imbue Islam into my identity as much as possible yeah. where I'm able to bring it up where it is a part of who I am. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Muslim card. Yeah, Muslim card. Easy. Great way.
1: Great way yeah. to... Uh... I think the second one, the one that worked for me really well last year uh, and this year it's a little bit harder to do because, well, I'll just say, it. so it's like surrounding yourself with other Muslims is a very easy way to do this. Yeah. Um. I think last year I was here all the time for not so great reasons, because I was pulling a lot of all nighters trying to keep my grades up. Yeah. But I was here, so I would be interacting with a lot of Muslims. And you're be. saying,
0: when you're saying here, he, you mean the, the University Religious Center, the religious center, the prayer room. So we have for, a prayer room for yes, Muslims on our campus. USC. Yeah. Yep. But continue.
1: Yes. So uh I would be in the in the prayer room all mm-hmm. the time because I was studying. I was trying to bring up my grades. So, which isn't which is not a good thing. That's not a healthy way to yeah come to do college. We are the college Muslims. That is not a good healthy way to do college. But being in the prayer space, I would see Muslims all the time. I would be, uh because I was there until like Fajr, I would just take uh, an extra five minutes. I mean, I stayed, up that, I stayed up for hours, might as well. Take an extra five minutes to read some Quran and those kinds of things. Like, these are two strategies, first of all. Like, there's talking with other Muslims and then there's uh, strengthening your Iman. I think both those things help a lot when it comes to uh, increasing self-control and strengthening your self-control. Because when I was around a lot of Muslims, I would see Islam on a daily basis and it would be like, because sometimes when you interact with, one thing I've noticed is that when I'm with a lot of non-Muslims all the time, it feels weird to be Muslim sometimes. Because sure. everyone around you is non-Muslim, everyone around you is doing a certain thing, and you're the only one doing one doing life a certain way. It can feel kind of isolating. Mm. Isolating, I think, is the right word for this. It can be isolating when everyone around you lives life in a certain way, and you have to live life in a different way. But when you're around other Muslims, everyone around you is living, li- living life in a very similar way. And I think that helps a lot. Uh and then the second one is strengthening your iman when when you are that's why that's why it's salah and reading Quran and these kinds of things are so important to our deen is because they help strengthen the iman and when you strengthen your iman it I think personally for me like when I'm when I Pray all my salaah time when I'm reading, when I'm reading Quran, when I'm, when I'm making du'a and having a connection with Allah, it strengthens my ability to have self-control, to stay away from certain things. Those are the two things that I think was, worked really well for me last year. Since This year, I'm more healthy in my academics, so I'm not sure. here all the time, but I'm trying to work on it on my own time, inshallah.
0: Yeah, I think those are also the two most practical ways to do it Absolutely. because as a student in high school and college, you kind of have like not a lot of time. Yeah, <laughs> like you're doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so you can only control so much to begin with. Um, I think like one of my other new things is like, now that I'm like getting a bit older and I have a bit more flexibility, I have a car, I can go involve like tonight we're going to a different like event that's happening at a masjid. So that's one of the things I think that's like the third thing you can do is you can go and be an active member of communities that are Muslim, right? I think community is a very important thing. Yeah. But that's also a little bit maybe harder to achieve. So I'll get into that in a second. But the first two things are, I think the most applicable because- the Muslim can, card and strengthening. The Muslim your iman. card and your iman, especially through Iman, especially through people who are around you. Yeah. Right? Because those are two things you can control. Yeah. You can control what you do alone on a daily basis, such as like reading Quran and reading tafsir, getting to like understand what the Quran is saying. And one thing that it took me a while to accept is the fact that I think
1: when you first think about it, you think, Oh, like me reading Qur'an and me like praying my salah has no impact on how hard the challenges of the world are. But one thing I had one it took me a while and once I noticed it, I was like, This is crazy is like when you spend your time strengthening your iman, it the the challenges of life don't get easier, but your ability to deal with them does. And it's not something you notice until you until you you've done the shift, until you've done until you've put in the work to strengthen your iman. Then you start to notice. Wait, this isn't as hard as it was.
0: Yeah, and strengthening iman in that way yeah. consists of growing your knowledge. It consists yeah. of how more in touch you're feeling with yourself, with Allah, yeah. with Allah. So it's like strengthening iman is a big overarching. Yeah, oh yeah, thing from multiple things, but yeah, I completely agree with you on that yeah. one. It's I think like,
1: salah is a, a very easy place to start. Like, say if you're praying all five salah, start adding sunnah, and start adding the hajjad Then, yeah, start making sure that like you have Khushru in your salah. Start being more concentrative. Yeah, um, adding some new surahs. Like, what you these, spend
0: time on, is yeah. what you become.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I, I think when I first started doing this, I was like, I don't know if this is really gonna ha- change the challenges of the world because the world is gonna stay stagnant. The, the challenges are gonna be the challenges are gonna be equally as hard, mm. but strengthen your iman you might not think praying an extra ter- two of sunnah in the moment you don't think oh this is going to make it easier for me not to flirt with that girl but trust me it will yeah and when when i started adding more to my salah, uh salah is like an, the easiest one for me it's like i think it's like because we have to do it five times a day it's easy, very easy to add on to that or like make it better so when you start strengthening your salah it becomes much 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 easier to do with, with the challenges of life i agree with that
0: yeah 100% agree with that i think one of the best things i've done for myself is prioritize namas mm. on campus, mm-hmm. like making sure I come in and do it. Like it's like it's literally a reminder five times a day. Yeah, and um, it's a little iman boost. It's like a little iman boost. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a video game, like it's a power, up. A power like, up. I was literally yeah. thinking about like Mario Kart <laughs> and like picking up a power up on the way. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. Because life is a race, and you're, you're you're trying to get through. You're trying to get
0: get through life. That's you hilarious. A little, little power up on the. Middle. <laughs> That's hilarious. <Yeah>. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So we've got we got the obstacle coming at you. You've got the fork in the road. The choice. Yes. Right you've um let's say we, we didn't dive into what if you choose a bad choice mm. right we'll check. we'll not worry about that yeah. right we're talking we about that for another episode, we'll maybe. talk about the the like the ramifications mm. of yes. picking to be a good muslim right yeah. um so you pick that choice and now you know you have uh you have the effect of that choice mm. right and so we kind of dove into that a little bit um How to make that dealing easier. But let's go into like the final aspect of all this is mentally. The final boss of Mario Kart. The final boss of Mario Kart. (laughs) Mentally, Uh how taxing it can be. And how do you heal yourself to not just make it easier to avoid next time, but how do you heal yourself so you find joy and happiness in the choice you decided to make? Yeah. Um, That's heavy. Yeah, but you have to, you have to like enjoy the ramifications at a certain point yeah. or you have to figure out a way to enjoy that time. Cause if you end up just hating every single moment of rejecting every single bad thing, yeah. then you're just going to turn to the bad things because they, yeah. they're more fun. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I'm not denying that yeah, no. a party flirting with a girl, like smoking, vaping, they are to be fun. They're that's, fun. That's
1: why it's so hard to control yourself because they are fun things. They are, they are what I guess society
0: would call your natural instincts. Yeah. Which, Sure, there might be natural instincts, but that doesn't mean they're good. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now, so how do you transform that time into something that's enjoyable and fun? Um, and I can start because I've done yes, that. Yes, go for I it. I think I've, this is the one thing I think I've yeah. mastered okay, at this point. Nice. Um, MashaAllah. Yeah. When I reject something that might be fun, but not in line with my values, mm-hmm. um, I'm usually then, it usually opens up time and space. Yeah. So there are times like like I was telling you, like about two weeks ago, there was something I had rejected and I just kinda laid it in bed. So there are times where I won't like do anything, right? Those are the sometimes, ba- that, sometimes that is a that, way of healing. That is a way of healing. But you don't want to do that every time. Yeah. Right? It, it's not the it's not a good way yeah, of healing. Yeah, because if that's your every time, that's gonna it's gonna compound really fast. Um you get usually, yeah. Usually what I'll end up doing is I take initiative on my life. Okay. So I think when you do reject something that mm-hmm. is an obstacle coming towards you, when that, that obstacle didn't come from inside of you, usually the obstacles are presented. Yes. most of the time so if that obstacle is presented and you go around the obstacle you're like no to the obstacle mm-hmm. what did you essentially do is you took control of your life and you pushed something aside so the feelings that now are coming towards you again why are you letting those feelings hit you as well just like you told the obstacle no mm. i'm not going to let you uh, take see, me when the emotions of rejecting or feeling lonely or any of those kind of things come at you you look at the emotions and you don't just accept them what yeah. you say is no I'm going to take control. I refuse to feel this way. I refuse to feel this way. And you know, that doesn't mean just like go to bed and like (laughs) fight the emotions. Wallow in your yeah. It doesn't just mean like, yeah, it doesn't mean fight those things. It doesn't mean wallow in those things. What it means is take control of your life. That time is now yours. I also think like the same way we had to go through a two-step process
1: for dealing with the obstacle. Now you have to go through another two-step process to deal with emotion. the
0: emotion. Your emotion is also a fork on the road. You can either feel it. You can either feel hurt and you can feel lonely and you can feel like no one cares about you and you can feel like everyone's got a girlfriend, everyone has a partner, I'm alone. Everyone's going to party. Everyone's going to parties. Everyone's, everyone's living fun. it up. Everyone's yeah. like they're laughing and enjoying it. Right. I think and I think a lot of high
1: schoolers feel that it's called it's the teenage angst, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, f- I felt that. Yeah. Could, I still, every everyone's yeah. life is so much better than mine. Yeah. That's that's what and every high the thing schooler is, thinks.
0: I don't I wouldn't say I still feel it, but I still get approached by the oh, same yeah. emotions. Like yeah. the emotions are still coming at Absolutely. me, right? Absolutely. But what what you do is now that time is yours. Now you can dictate what to do with that time. Yeah. I don't think you should sink into like, oh, I have to work and work and work, right? I have to distract myself. I think you go and do something that you find that is fun, that is also in line with um, what Islam, Islam dictates. Yeah. And, and that's and why finding a community is That's so why finding community is important, right? Like um, the brothers all play soccer and basketball and volleyball, yeah. me and you have participated in both, all, Absolutely. One of, at least one of those. Yeah. So that is the halal way to go in. Yeah. If, that, if you find that fun, go do that, right? That will also strengthen your iman, right? Because you're you're doing it in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. And you're like avoiding those things in the name. So that becomes a form of ibadah as well. Yeah. So then you start associating every time you reject something that's bad, that's an obstacle, you're associating that with doing something that's fun and it's coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's like the main thing I made the connection with. So sometimes it's sports. Sometimes it's uh like just hitting up friends and being like, let's go out to eat, right? Yeah. Other times it's like going to the masjid event that we're going to tonight, right? Yeah. Stuff like that, you stay active, and there's a commonality in all of this. Is
1: uh, one thing a little call to action, I guess, is when I was growing up, I realized that the reason why I thought my life was so much harder than everyone else's is because of that lack of community. When you start realizing that everyone else's life seems so appealing, is because all the non Muslims they do things together, they, they uh, like all these. All these like obstacles that you seem to face, like all these non-Muslims are going out to party, all these non-Muslims are having relationships, but they're also meeting these people in like in places where a lot of men and women are mixing.
0: None of them would be fun if they were just in a like imagine being in a frat house, just completely <laughs> alone with music playing in the background and chips laying on the table, but yeah. you're the only person in the house. Oh yeah, is absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no,
1: absolutely. I, I think every all these sins that we talked about, they happen with other people. Yeah, and in in the same way, the call to action that I I need I I guess inshallah the when I set up my life in the future is that I want to raise my kids in a community of Muslims. Because when you have a community of Muslims who celebrates Eid together every year, who, yeah. does, uh, who goes over to each other's houses and, and has fun, who are- when when you start realizing that you as a, Mus- as a Muslim, as, as a child, you can have fun with your friends just the same way that other people are having fun with their friends, the fun is the same. It's just whatever they might be doing might be different. But as long as they're having fun, you'll realize that, my life isn't harder; it's just different. It's just different, yeah, and that's not a bad
0: thing. And you can only do that with people who are also avoiding the other same things. Yeah, and that's at the end of the day, you need a community. You need other people. That's to, why community to, to do to do it with. Yeah, and community just that—that's why I think it's harder in the West. It's yeah. harder in America. It's Absolutely. harder in California. Yeah, right. Is because in Pakistan or in India, actually not India, but in Pakistan <laughs> or any place that I has in a, India too, it's a little bit. Yeah, better than probably here. S- some right? some places, yeah. Um, or any place that is Muslim-dominant, right? Yes. Your community is all around you. Yeah. Your neighbors are Muslim, right? Yeah. You're, again, the whole thing with the masjid being on every single yeah, corner. Yeah, too. Yeah, every <laughs> single, yeah. So, but not America. But yeah, yeah, yeah right? not America. The thing is, honestly, I think in America we do
1: have those communities, just that we need to be more proactive in bringing each other together.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't happen naturally. It doesn't. It doesn't. Because yeah. in, in
1: other countries, because you all live in such close proximity and everyone goes to the same school and everyone does everything together, yeah. you eventually end up coming together. But in America, I feel like sometimes we're farther apart. Sometimes location geographically, whatever. But I think we as a Muslim ummah, and I feel like the this our generation and the second generation is doing a much better job of this is bringing people together regardless of distance, but finding ways to proactively bring each other together. Yeah. And just like the event that we're going to after this too, inshallah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's their entire goal, right? Yeah. bring
1: Like they're, they're located like an hour away from us, but there's so many people coming together
0: from different places because to find that community. Right. And the people you meet and interact with, there are the ones that you, then when you are feeling down, when you feel like, Oh, like I had to reject this thing. Those are the ones you reach out to. Those are the ones you spend time with. Absolutely. Right. Um, And we even do that naturally on our college campus. Like, have you not realized, like, whenever someone's just bored, they'll just come to this, like, prayer room. And there'll be someone in this prayer room to interact with. Yeah. Like, you'll get your interaction out here. So. I think human connection is something
1: that we sometimes, sometimes, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but growing up in high school, I thought the self-control that I had to have to stay away from certain people and certain sins required me to be isolation. It's like it required me to not have human connection Yeah. because I ended up, I mean, I was a kid. So at that age, I thought these sins and these obstacles that I want to stay away from are connected to human connection. Therefore, I shouldn't connect with other people yeah. because they're going to lead me to that sin. But it's, it's not, it's not a it's not human connection that is a problem. It's the people that you are connecting with and what they're doing and what they're doing. So yeah. in it's, it's very easy to feel as though, okay, like maybe it's just better if I just don't talk to anyone and just do my own thing and like lock in, yeah. and I'll be fine. But even, That's not, it's not a, it's not a good recipe for a healthy life. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. Community. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. So today, Alhamdulillah, we talked about, um, why is it so hard to have self-control as a Muslim? Yeah. And just kind of how to navigate all that. And how to deal with the compounding effects of self-control in a healthy manner. Yeah. And I hope that you guys kind of were able to pull a couple things away from there. Absolutely. Um, I definitely was enlightened on a few things. So I appreciate that. (laughs) Got you. Me too. um, Me too.
1: Yeah. That wraps up our episode. Jazakallah khair for tuning in, everyone. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Assalamu alaikum.